Western Conference Podcast brought to you by Dos Caras Tequila. And we are here with a special, special edition, the Indigo episode with the legend himself, Mr. Fiji. How we doing, brother? We're doing good. You know, it's been a long time since Leah's been on the Western Conference Podcast. I know. You know, you had so many stars on your <laughs> show. <laughs> and you were definitely one of them. No. <laughs> Don't be modest now. I See, was, he always starts off like this. I was always the least guy. Okay, you know, you got the most hits, by the way. But <laughs> nonetheless, you've been busy. You've been in the studio. And we're here just to talk about this new project released on February 3rd, Indigo, South Pack Presents. You got a plethora of special guests on the album with Sammy J, yes. Ethu, J-Boog. Just tell us about how this whole project came about. Well, it was about four years in the making, and yeah. uh, we're grateful uh, for it coming together the way it did, thanks to my brother Troy uh, Gonzalez for making it happen, and you know it's 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 definitely a labor of love, you yeah. Know? Because the tree song that's on there, shout out Tree, man, she yeah, did her thing. She smashed on it, and so did Sammy. And we had recorded together maybe three years ago, yeah. So it was a long time coming. So I really appreciate it all coming together. And as it came together, you kind of already knew what the format was for these. Because you had 12 tracks on the album. Mm -hmm. Did you knew it was going to be 12? Or did you have, no, like, 14? I no, I didn't. Yeah. I, I, I cherry-picked. Yeah. Oh, you was over there cherry-picking, huh? <laughs> I see what you're doing over there. Yeah. But it yeah. seemed like you got the right amount of what you wanted. Like, you got the book track. You got the thing to lead out to the album. Yes. Tell us about that track first, the Just Me and You track. Uh, that was... Um, uh, produced by J-Vibe and... Um, Come on, J-Vibe. I, I started playing with it a little bit. Yeah. And, and I was grateful that Boogie got on it yeah. because, uh, you know, that's my little brother, Come man. on, man. So, that's family right there. So I just had to, um, I just had to have him on the on the record. Um, it was important. He's a big part of my journey. So yeah. uh, as usual, you know, I really always like want him on the track so i really appreciate him coming through well let's just say this every track that has fiji boog is a feature in yourself or featuring jay boog has been a hit <laughs> I, mean, I mean not to be too oh, modest no. but you're talking about lonely days we're talking about these tracks that you guys right. and you working on the hear me roar that right there because you even guys don't trip off hear me Roar, you have a fiji doing the background vocals <laughs> on some of the songs it's just come on it's legendary yeah i, I was uh, grateful when we first when we first started, you know, I'll tell you a funny story. When uh, my brother, uh, uh, Giz Fuller, when he came to me, he yeah. said, you got to work with this guy. I was like, man, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to work right now. Yeah. Let me just, let me just do what I'm doing. He's yeah. like, no, you got to work with him. He's, he's, he's firing. I listened to him. I was like, oh, nah, this is not my idea of working with somebody. He's yeah. like, come on. So finally, when I met uh, Boog, I met him with his cousin, uh, uh, Peter Pimp. Uh, yeah, man, shout out Pimp, man. Yeah, so I said, hey, uh, what are you, what are you, because uh, they said, well, you know, we're connected to Laia, yeah. right? So I said, what? Like, like what's your last name? Because, yeah. you know, in Laia, everybody knows everybody. Come on, everybody. It's like name, Cheers. Everybody yeah, knows your name. it goes a long way. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, oh, we're, we're Afimatas. I'm like, What? Like Frank and and Mike Afimata is like yeah those are our, that's our so family. you already knew the family I already yeah. those are our, my big brothers yeah so they're 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 like you know part of um you know as a liar boy you know it's, if you don't know them then you know 
Come on. You ain't nobody if you don't know them. You, well, you you really you you really not from like yeah. yeah you know because people from like yeah really know they know every you know they yeah. know every family. So I was like, wow, this is this is quite great, you know. So I said, be at studio Monday, nine a.m. Don't be late. Yeah, to see if he was and, serious. And he was prompt. Came through. Punctual. I came late as usual, <laughs> but. Um, he knew what he wanted yeah. to do, and that's the beautiful thing. And, and that's why everything leads to, to this Indigo uh, project. These are the people that I believe in, um, you know, that are very important to the journey, the musical journey for island music. Yeah, You know, they're the unsung heroes, and they're also some of the heroes. And there's more to come, yeah. you know, um, but I just wanted to showcase... Um, the first, you know, um, few artists, and then hopefully, as we continue, we'll showcase some more. But you, you had a vision behind this. We talked yeah. about this one with Troy, and when we were in the studio. And what was the vision behind the Indigo? You know, the whole theme and the genre of it. Yeah, the theme was was I believe that we need our own genre. Mm -hmm. We need to break away from, from, you know, the what we've been labeled as because we do reggae, but we also do country we also do you know all types of music yeah. including rock we do we do backyard you know mm -hmm. everybody just get a guitar and we all meet in the, in the backyard and <clears throat> that's a big thing you know it's a it's a big thing for us to yeah. sing alongs and everything so that's that's really what's made us and indigo is kind of that vehicle that would take us you know to 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 a, to a place where if you want to find us, you can find us all here. Yeah, and I hope that that um, that everybody can come together and we can all be there to to to, to have this genre together, yeah. because it's not something that I'm pushing for myself. It's really something that I want for all of us, yeah. um, all artists of the Pacific. You know, we, we're 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 from the largest body of water in the come world, on. On. the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. You know, uh, Oceania. Yeah. So it's important that we come together, you know, and the biggest story about us is that we travel the world before anyone on outrigger canoes, So, which is why I put the canoe in yeah. there, to show that we can all meet with our vows and come together with our canoes and meet together as one because it's very hard to find island people, uh, Pacific Island people, really come come together come together so i really hope that um i know that music is one of the things that brings us together yeah. and i really really hope as as i live and breathe that i can see that day but tell us about like the indigo art how did that whole come about that whole vision and oh, who yeah. did that for you guys oh man the wonderful artist um i'm gonna get his name yeah um, canaan or something canaan like that. yeah that's right <laughs> Kanan, thank you, Kanan, for yeah. making this happen. I explained it to him over the phone. Wait, wait, wait. So you just gave him your words and yes. he came up with... Oh, that's, that's I, big. I painted it in words. Yeah. And he gave me that beautiful picture. And it was everything that I wanted because we're all part of the volcano, yeah. right? We all have... We come from the volcanic rock. And that volcanic rock is what formed all our islands. Yeah. And that's what we we've really really come to to really embrace about ourselves that we're all part of this 
big volcano. Yeah. And separated by water. You know, it's and it's beautiful. crazy because the universal meaning of what you're talking about yes. with Indigo is that we have people coming from New Zealand, Australia, yes. Samoa, Tonga, Fiji, from all over the from the, the Pacific. But yeah. just to get this whole, I mean, whatever you could, you could have put out anything. And I think as you being so the veteran in this, you know, game that we're in right now, one of one, yeah, of. I mean, you're one of many. But let's go ahead and call it what it is. For you to come out so, you know, late in your career with such a project where it's still relevant, where everyone's kind of, it's front to back. When I always say when someone comes up with a project, they'll give me something. It'll be like, okay, song two, four, and eight is cool. The rest of it you could have did without. This one right here with 12 tracks, you're literally listening to like one through 12 because of what the resume already consisted of. And because of what your collaborations are with. Like you're, you're talking about Tree, Sammy J, you know, Jay Book, people that are, are you know, coming up in the game as well. Yes. But for you to kind of just bring it all together and say, this Indigo thing is what my genre that I want to do. Like yeah. you and Troy sit in the studio. How did you handpick these songs with Jay Vibe being the producers? Tell me how that whole process was. Well, it was very, very interesting because... Some of it was, was with Jay Vibe, mm -hmm. and then another one that we did was with uh, the Sons of Zion uh, yeah. boys and um, Christian. Christian was very instrumental in helping record yeah. um, the one with Jay Squeezy. Come on, on it, Jay right? Squeezy. Jay Squeezy, you did your thing. One more time. You did your thing. That one more one time. One more time. Come on, man. Yeah, and that, and, and that really brought out the uh, Fijian language for me. Because I, I believe in preserving your language. Because I speak my yeah. my language fluently, and I think it's important that we all learn our languages and embrace it, and embrace our culture, and embrace the psychological um, part of the language and the, what we mean when we speak our language. Because that really separates us from the English um, yeah. language. Because English is kind of a little literal yeah. for us, but. The beautiful thing about our language is we have undertones. One thing could mean four different yeah. things. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and the tone you say it in. Yeah, yeah the tone you say it in. You know, like, where are you going? Yeah. That's one thing. And then, where are you going? Yeah. You know, like, whoa. It's all in the way you present it, right? Yeah. yeah. Just the tone changes the 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 meaning of what, what the speaker. Yeah. And the person that's listening, you know, like, what'd you say to me? Yeah. You know, so those things are very important because they kind of look deeper than just words. Yeah. They, they're, they're coming from here. And the and way you're presenting it. Exactly. Song, yeah. you, can, you can feel if mm -hmm. somebody's taunting you yeah. or saying something in a way where you go, is this guy? Is well, it's this almost guy? disrespectful. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, and then, and then we have where we, you know, we say curse words, you know, at each other, yeah. um, you know, and it was just a joke. Yeah. We laugh about it all the time, but um, but when you say it in another tone, then it's like, you know, you're being disrespectful. Yeah. It's all so, the way you, the tone is, right? Exactly. So just like and anybody, when you send text messages, everything gets lost in the text because it can take, be taken out of context, right? right? Always. So, but we're talking about someone who's also uh, went through Sosafina, hey girl, with the Tongan language and Samoan language, where you're just kind of like, everyone's like, man, Fiji speaks better than what we speak it or But just kind of correlating all that into one, yeah. where you just you make sure that's in your music when you do a project. Yeah, and properly, I, I wanted to do each language. Um, to where I got the respect from the elders yeah. of that culture, and um, and I hope I did, yeah. because um, you know that's important. 
the Tongan song was uh, "Hey Girl," was written by my my family, the Vaitulala family. Um, they they Moyaki, mm-hmm. who is a genius musician and a, uh, and a, and also a, a writer. Yeah, he wrote that, recorded it, and then I was like. What are you gonna do with that song, man? <laughs> let me let me add it. Yeah, know? yeah. Let me get and that one. Yeah. So, so thank you to uh, my sister Stina and my brother Michael for encouraging me to make that happen. We talk about indigo. We talk about we talk about the, the language, you know, from the Pacific Islands and all the different ways you kind of present it. Um, how was how important is it for you when these younger artists ask you, you know, and maybe they wasn't raised. You know, maybe they were raised in, like, California and states like that. What is your advice to them when they kind of want to take on that aspect of saying, okay, is it just make sure you do it right? Yeah, and, and, and respect, you know, yeah. uh, respect the um, where where that, 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 that song is coming from and what it meant, meant to, the, to the writer, to, yeah. the, to the people that sing along with it for at least... 40 50 years yeah. before me you know so i really um i really am very respectful to make sure that i do a proper job mm-hmm. uh, whether it's uh, i'm doing samoan tongan or fijian in my own mother yeah. tongue i still am very um sensitive to making sure that i'm not taking it out of context yeah, yeah. come on because that's important yeah there's meaning there's meaning behind it and I think we need to really know that meaning so that we can even embrace it more. Yeah. Because if we really do find out um, the deep meaning within that language, man, it's so beautiful, yeah. it's so romantic, it's so full of love. There's, a, there's passion there. And um, <clears throat> it, touches, it touches our heart. So, so you know, I, that's one of the things that I help make sure that I could preserve also an indigo. Yeah. Speaking of indigo again, the million dollar question is this. You go through all the tracks. What I've, the feedback I've heard is who is this Monique person? Who hurts you? <laughs> because Monique, you are being looked for by a lot of Polynesian women <laughs> because they didn't know how bad they hurt. They said, who hurt Fiji like that? You got to tell us a story about her. No, Monique. she didn't hurt nothing. You know, <laughs> she's actually the wife of my brother, uh, Pato Alvarez. Yeah. They went through they're going through a lot. They went through a lot, and and I did the song to keep there to confirm their love for each other. So and you were that, playing therapist at this point. Yeah, okay. It was it was very important. I did the same thing for my brother uh, Arthur with Why You. Yeah. Because I believe that if you just come to terms and be human about what what you're doing to each other in the process, that you can actually make time to heal yeah but sometimes we just focus on the problem and what we don't like about each other like wait a minute at one time you used to love each yeah. other right honeymoon stage so just go back <laughs> go back to that beautiful to that reason yeah. why you're t- you were together in the first place and and try to preserve that and if you can if you can get over that hurdle it'll be all right but is it hard to tackle like so in Polynesian culture, that stuff like that is taboo to talk about, right? Yeah. But once you start having, like, you know, we always want everything behind closed doors. You know, handle everything behind closed doors. When you bring songs like Monique, when you strategically put Cold Heart in there, yeah. into the mix, like, these are songs that people really don't, these are like taboo to talk about. How do you think it's better mental health-wise to get these songs and kind of have these people say, it's okay to talk about it? Yeah, it's time for us to start opening up yeah. so that we can, we can, 
last longer mm -hmm. and, and have the relationships that our grandfathers and our mothers and fathers had. A lot of our, our families have been together for 40, 50 years. Yeah. Why can't we be that way? Absolutely. So let's talk about it if we need to talk about it. If I have to sing about it and that's going to help, then I want to do that. Yeah. You know, I want to, and I believe it's working. You know, anything you want. That was a personal yeah. relationship of mine. You know, uh, Joanna, same thing, you know, and Sweet Darling. Um, you know, these are all very dear songs to mm -hmm. me. And then I'd switch around and say, thank you, Mama, and, yeah. you know, because, you know, I was raised by my mom as a single mom who's now with my dad, yeah. you know, thank God for both of them. But I'm telling you, it's like, um, it, it's very important for us to open up just so that we can understand that there's still room for forgiveness. There's still room to be together, move on, and don't, don't, don't be so quick yeah. to leave, especially with the attention span nowadays. We don't pay enough attention. We're looking at, you know, guys and girls are looking at each other like constantly. Yeah, like yeah. like like how people look at Instagram. Yeah. Next page, next next. And I think, you know, you know the, the longevity of the parents that we have who were together 40, 50 years. Yeah. They didn't, I mean, not to say they didn't have temptation, but the temptation that's brought to us today, yes. the Instagrams, the TikToks, and all the social mm -hmm. media where yeah. everything's about instant gratification, right? Right. So you have these people where everyone's story is on Instagram. So when you, when I, you know, I talk about it with my mom all the time. She was like, oh, yeah, me and your dad wouldn't be here if we, if we had Instagram. Yeah. Only because <laughs> there's so much temptation out there where, yeah. you know, where you kind of bring it together is where. You talk about these things. You talk about, yeah. you know, getting together with that girl, staying with that girl, even if you guys messed up, coming back with that girl. I think you're one of the few artists, and I think a lot to do with your longevity, that you, you wear your, your your feelings on your on your sleeve, right? Yeah, because, uh, you know, honestly, like, so I, I came from a world where my father wasn't there. Yeah. So I, ever since then, I've been trying to mend that broken heart. It's important. Yeah, absolutely. We need to get we need to get to understand true love. And it, it goes back to that. No, I, I feel you. And that's that's what comes through your music. Like this feeling that you have right now, you can see it through your music. You can see it when you know you're performing on stage. Like these things that people go through, that these kids go through. It hurts. It does. And, it, and we're not allowed to show it these days. And a lot of kids yeah. are, are growing up. You In know, the same situations. Yeah, same yeah. situations. And they want to blame the world and everything when when really, you know, it's not their fault yeah. to be in that situation. So we need to heal that situation, and we need to heal it from the ground up. You know what I mean? Those, 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 those parents need to take responsibility mm -hmm. yeah. and really... Um, Heal the family. And I think healing is through music. It's universal. It's big, you yeah. know? And especially when you see it through songs, like we were just talking about, those songs that mean a lot to you, where something that you were putting into this music, somebody else can take from it and be like, man, I'm not the only one yeah. going through this situation. Yeah, that's why, you know, and that's another reason why I never did videos. Yeah. Because I want people to make their own videos in their mind when they listen to it. That they can, they can put the, can see the picture. They can see... Wow, man, like... And we I talked know, about this, too. I know what he's talking about. Yeah. 
Yeah. And we talked about, like, I was telling uh, Fee just, how come there's not videos? Because I can see what video I would do, yeah. you know, for this song. But that you just kind of answered my own question for me, where you kind of want everybody to direct their own video of what yeah. they're getting from these films. I don't, I don't, I don't want, yeah, I don't want to spoil everybody's imagination yeah. with my idea of the video. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then, you it's know, important. Yeah. And I was just, because we kept going back and forth where I felt like visuals were everything, but I think... Feeds brought up a good point. He said, if that could just do a video and just have the words, the lyrics. Yeah, the lyrics. And you or, guys just or, come or, up with or, your own. Or other people acting it out. As, and, yeah. And, and, and then you can kind of give more of a general uh, a statement than just speaking on this so-called, oh, yeah, it was that one night I met yeah. her under the coconut tree. <laughs> come on, man. Because once you see the visual yeah. that doesn't resonate with you, what you thought it was, now you're already going towards what the visual that you've seen was. Absolutely. You're not making your own yeah. ending like I like said. when people make their own videos in their mind or whatever. They, or I hope one day that they can TikTok it yeah. in their own way, you know what I mean? Or, or, or Instagram it in their own way. I, I, I love that more. Because I think that um, songs are... They touch people in different ways. Different times. Yeah. And they, they can they can they can remember where they were when yeah. they heard it, what they were going through. And I want that experience. I want yeah. it because it's your song now. Once I release it, yeah. it's not mine anymore. Come on, it's the world's. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not singing it over again. Yeah. Like Sweet Darling, because I wanna sing it. I'm singing it because that's the song you came to hear. I mean, if you guys don't know, we're talking about Sweet Darling. We're talking about Sosafina, but he's been all over the spectrum where you had those songs that you can go to the room and do some, you know, thank things with it one time. But you, that's all from experiences, right? You yeah. go from that to kind of say, look, Sweet Darling's here, but there is a time that leads up to that to kind of just say, look, Sweet Darling led up to us going to the bedroom, and that's why we have <laughs> this song. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, and I think, you know, that, 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 we have we need more of that we yeah. need more of a, of 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 songs that have consciousness you know there's a lot that's going on in our culture and our you know a lot of our people are losing their land yeah. they've lost their land and and you know that's that's home to generations yeah. and generations and generations and they just lost it over you know whatever either war or economics or something and and we need to preserve that um that part of our our, our life our culture mm -hmm. our our land and our language yeah. all these little things um they make up who we are and i think the more we speak about it openly the more people will understand when they're talking to us they're not just talking to a fijian a samoan yeah. They're talking to a, a you know a person that's indigenous, yeah. you know, from his bloodline, his where he comes from, his coco, you know, like this is he has a birthright, you know what I mean? So he comes from 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 a lineage, yeah, and it's Old very lineage, important, yeah. yeah. So it's very important that 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 everybody can can carry themselves in that way, and with love, of course, yeah. not to be special, but to be to to be. Um, you know, um, honored the same way that we honor them. Yeah. You know, so there, there'll be more respect. You know, there'll be there'll be a lot less um, bigotry, and there'll be a lot less, um, you know, fighting. Yeah. And dis, you know, disagreeing with other people if we just understand where they come from. Yeah. It's a crazy world we're living in right now, and you know, you talking about that where 
the message is everything nowadays, you know, especially yes. through music. Um, but Indigo, we go right back to it because we're talking about Etu. And yes. Etu just kind of like, you know, doing Brilliant his thing. Artist. And just to hear him along with you on this project, you got to tell us about that and how that whole thing came about as well. Yeah, he, he was, uh, we were talking back and forth. And then, uh, and then I heard this song. I was like, he only had the first verse in the chorus. And I'm like, I love this song. He's like, <laughs> and he just turned around like, you can have a big bro. I'm yeah. like, what? <laughs> Are you serious? So, you know, all of a sudden one day we came and Troy was like, hey, let's record it. Yeah. And and that's how it all happened. You know, I'm grateful uh, to Brother Etu for that. Yeah. You know, um, coming through. Um, I can't wait in the future. I would like Finn to come, come through. Finn is one of them and, under, yeah, underrated we're, we're, artists. We're going yeah. back and forth on some writing right now yeah. for Brother Norm's album. But Come on. I, will, I really want to collab with that yeah. brother of mine. We've we've done a few songs, but I can't wait to put him on, uh, on uh, another project with me. Come on. Finn, we talk about Norm. We talk about yeah. these names. We talk about Etu. These are like, I mean, when I, when I say Finn underrated, I talk about because... You know, they follow you. They go through what you go through. Like yeah. everyone has their stories. Like, and t talk about Norm for a little bit, because we had we had a chance to talk with Norm and Troy in the studio. Norm coming back after all these years, man. What's what's he working on? Man, uh, so we're doing the record right now. Yeah. We're doing a beautiful album. Um, it's so ha it's so good to have him. So, way back in the days, um, I brought him into the studio with me, and on Born and Raised, that mm -hmm. was in 1996. Yeah. And we released it in 1997. The uh, song was called Nothing Comes to Sleepers. That's normal, the second verse. Classic. Yeah, so um, ever since then, you know, he kind of went his way yeah. and uh, went through his little uh, experience yeah. uh, that he went through. And um, now that he's he went through a big accident... And I'm sure he's going to talk oh, about it. Oh, we're going to talk about you, that on the podcast coming soon. When you, when you come back, when, yeah. when you guys get together. But uh, I want I want everybody to hear his story. It's so powerful. He 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 actually lived through something where most people would have died. And I all I can say is his powerful story is one to be heard. Yeah. And to really encourage people about inner strength. You know, he has some amazing inner strength. Yeah. And um, what he did um, on this comeback is is going to be a beautiful experience with him because, you know, he's writing again and he's so fast on it, you know, with us in studio. Um, you know, I'm just like, man, why didn't we do this a while ago? Yeah, right, you know, right. we should have done this a long time God's ago. God's time. It's all about God's timing, yeah, right? Yeah, so uh, I'm very grateful to, to, to have him back. And uh, really um, rekindle our brotherhood because yeah. he's my big brother. And and how does it mean? Like that's another question that I have for you. Like seeing it come full circle with Norm, you know, singing back in the name. Now just kind of everything, everyone's going through what they went through, and them to come back. How does it feel to kind of just pick up where you guys left off? Oh, it's it's always beautiful because I actually used to sleep on his floor and yeah. his couch and with all his kids. You know, <laughs> like you know, they would be looking for me all over the place. I'd be yeah. in like yeah with them like like. Tell them I'm not here. <laughs> but, you know, during those days, th th that was my trying time. Yeah. So, you know, like like always, we bring each other, we bring the best out of each other. Um, one thing about that I love about Laie and, and 
the brothers always have a way of keeping each other strong, yeah. especially in hard times. And he made me even like realize I didn't really go through anything after I found out what yeah, happened. What he to went him. through, yes. Yeah, exactly. So that gives me strength. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, it really gives me no reason to complain. And uh, I'm really grateful for his 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 love for music that never went away and it's come full circle and I can't wait for yeah. y'all to hear his brand new album. Man, shout out Norm. Look out for that coming soon. Speaking of artists, we gotta go to Sammy J. The oh, incomparable. Yeah. We got two songs on the, the indigo. Incomparable. Come on. Sammy when I say incomparable, you guys don't know this 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 guy's voice is butter. But just but, uh, to, for him to have two songs, like I was talking to Troy about, I was like, yeah. Sammy got two songs on on, on the Indigo. Yeah, because you know he's special to <laughs> he's very special to my heart. Yeah, you know? tell us about that. Uh, you know the thing with with Sammy that I love is his passion. Yeah. You know he he didn't sign up to be famous. He signed up to to do music. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, people are expecting you to be a certain way. Well, he's not that guy. Yeah. You're going to get let down if, you, if you're thinking yeah. that. He didn't come out here to be a, a public figure mm -hmm. or anything or try to be. He just loves to sing. And if you get that part and you understand, then you'll even love him more because He'll appreciate it more. he is relentless yeah. when it comes to writing music, when it comes to singing, when it comes to arranging. You know, he's amazing. Like, he just keeps going and going. Yeah. He goes, oh, I got about... 20 songs if you want. Like, what? <laughs> just like just that? Just nonchalantly, too. Yeah, right. <laughs> Like, yeah, brother, well, yeah. just let me know. I'm like, oh, my gosh, Sammy. So, you know, I was I was very, very, uh, very happy when he, when he jumped on one track and yeah. then when he jumped on the other track with uh, Mansus, uh, my brother, uh, my nephew, Mansus Knight Jr. Yeah. That was a beautiful thing. And we had done that about four, four and a half years ago. Wow. And only on. now it's coming out. So, yeah. huh? <laughs> Hallelujah. So, yeah, so we got that. And then, um, you know, Tiane, um, actually, J Vi produced the, the, that song, and then Tiane tracked us yeah. um, uh, over there in New Zealand. And I'm very grateful. Uh, Mosia, my brother Tiane, love you. Yeah. Ofatu. Is it hard when you guys are picking songs for the album and you guys are saying, okay, we already have a Sammy track. How, who has the final say to say, we can put another one on there? Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> straight up. Like, yeah. the, the thing that I love about my process and my journey has always been, I don't pick it. Yeah. It picks me. Come on. And that's what's great, you know, great about doing music is, like, when you just let, let go and just just let let it let the music guide you and let the songs come together. It comes together better than what you were thinking, yeah. because thought always blocks the process of creativity. Yeah, and creativity is something that flows, and thought is an enemy. Yeah, so come on. thought is just for comprehension. Yeah. You need to comprehend what it is you just did, but if you bring it in the middle, then that's how people get writer's block. Yeah, That's thought, man. You, you're thinking about it. You need to hear it. You need to feel it. And if you get both those things going, you have a complete song before you know All it. All about the vibe. Absolutely.
And speaking of vibe, like not J vibe, but the vibe. Um, we, <laughs> I love you, J vibe. You my boy around. You my hey, boy. Let, let me just tell you, I was with J vibe in, in Australia, and that boy, he's like the Dr. Dre of the of this island. Oh country. yeah, <laughs> he's doing his thing right now, yeah, man. Yeah, he's he's such a uh, you know he's been around a long time, and uh, yeah, he's he he made it a, a a really big point to focus on the Pacific. Yeah, and. He has a real love for it as well, yeah, too. Yeah. When I talk yeah. to him, he has a real passion for the, yeah. for the island music. So, you know, long live J-Vibe, I'm telling you. <laughs> Name one of your favorite songs. I know this is going to be tough for you. What's one of your favorite songs on the Indigo? My favorite song will probably be... It'll be two. No, I just said one, but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell me. Yeah. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> but uh, my favorite song will probably be... Um, um uh it's mm, probably probably my favorite song is um going to be the one with Etu. Oh man. That one right Probably the best song. feel yeah. um of all of all the songs. Um because it's such a beautiful flow. Man. And the other one I like that I loved how we flowed was uh, the one with Sammy J, the, the, which was to me will always be like probably one of my favorite Sammy tracks, yeah. you know, which is with the one that produced by Mansus. Come on, and I really love that one because I think it's it's important that um, uh, I want you know I'm 52 now. Yeah. It's like them songs keep me young, so Come on. you know. They, they they keep me youthful in my thinking and 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 in my musical ear, you know. So I love I love it when they 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 pull that out of me. And when they do pull, it takes me back to this: when you are in the studio with Etu, and my comparison to this was, you kind of listen to what they're doing and you kind of vibe of what they're doing as well. Perfect example: when Notorious B.I.G. did a song with with Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yeah, he kind of had Bone Thugs do it, and then he kind of just. Not mimicked, but kind of like went with their vibe. Yeah, he went, went he, he, he You did see that, that perfectly on the Etu song. Yes. When Etu's verse comes and you come in, it's like, hold up. You feel that vibe that kind of you just, not where you kind of adapted to Etu's sound, where yeah. it was like, okay, well, watch this. Not like in a, in a competitive way, yeah. but that vibe that you I guys never, had yeah, there. I on. never compete. Uh, yeah. on, on the song, nothing, I never compete because I believe that's part of my, 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 my part in, you know, in in being in a collaboration yeah, is to, the creative process is to lift up, the, you know, yeah. both sides. You know, I can do certain, but if they're not, no one outperforms the other. Yeah. You know what I mean? We all come with our own sound, and we all blend it together. Yeah. So that's that's the beautiful thing about it. You know, um, we just flow. Yeah. And he came in here, brought the guitar, and and you notice the that, flow. The, yeah. the flow is so noticeable. Yeah. Where because you can tell songs when you're not flowing with somebody, and you know, especially somebody like Troy or somebody that, that has an ear for music, where that's just not vibing. Like who's in the studio that's saying, yeah, that 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 ain't it? Because yeah. there's always yes men around. I mean, Troy can attest to this too as well. There's always yes guys in the studio, right? Who yeah. is, or is it for yourself to kind of say, yeah, you know I'm what? The, I I'm my worst way. critic. Yeah, yeah. There's so many songs that I go through. I've written close to 500 songs now. Man. And, and 
the songs that didn't even make it make the album is gotta be in at least the hundreds or something, you know. <laughs> we'd be like doing it, me and Troy be doing it, and, be like, and they'd be like, man, that's just, that, excuse me, <laughs> that's hot. I'd be like, mm. yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe in another lifetime or, exactly. or with another artist. But you just said it right there. Like, do you make songs, like you said four years ago, that wasn't right at that time? But say yeah. four years later, where the songs come to fruition now, what's going to say, now is the time to release this song. Like, you yeah. got to have, you got to have that in the can. Well, there's two factors. One is sometimes it's not ready. The second one is I don't know if I want people to know me yeah, for that, that particular type of okay, mentality. You. Yeah. Because um, people that know me know. Yeah. If I sing a song, I'm really talking about something that I'm close yeah. to. Yeah. Now, going back to the vibe as well. Uh, our, our first podcast you were on, we were talking about how you wrote this hook for Tyrese's song. It went viral oh all over things. So they told me to ask again, what's a song that we may not know, like the Tyrese song, that you may have had something to do with? Uh, it's a song called Rasta Love um, that I wrote for Protégé as a hook. Wow. I actually sang the original hook. Um, and then uh, Don Colleone was with... Kimani, my brother Kimani Marley at yeah. the time, and then he's like, "Would you be insulted if I asked Kimani?" I was like, "That's my brother. Just yeah. do it, man." Like, Rasta love. Nobody, nobody could have uh, done it better, yeah. you know. Like, so that was my intention anyway. Yeah. I was literally trying to sound like a Marley, and then <laughs> here comes Kimani. Thank you, Kimani. Speaking of creative processes, you already having a greatest hit. You feel like the fifty. Right when we release 50, you go from born and raised, born and raised to. Is it hard to kind of say, I'm gonna do a new album like Indigo? Or is it just kind of comes up because you have that vibe and feeling in you? No, it's challenging. I love yeah. the challenge. You know, I think that's what keeps me going. Yeah. My passion. I, you know, I've been sick for a minute. I've been going in and out of uh, hospitals the last couple years. And I went to Fiji to heal. Yeah. And I'm back, you know. But one of the things that keeps me going is, is, always knowing that there's always another song yeah. that I could dwell off of, that could heal me, that I could sing that would make somebody else feel better yeah. or, or heal from me. Like, so I think that's a big, um, a big thing for me mm-hmm. because being, um, you know, a kid that, that grew up like me, if you've been where I was born, and just look at look around. You you see exactly. You kind of get an idea. People in Fiji know yeah. where I was born, and they kind of get the idea why I'm so adamant about yeah. you know preserving love and preserving because everywhere you look, it's just everything's broken. People look not. They're not. You know they're not smiling every mm-hmm. day. You know. They're suffering. But, They're but, going through it. Yeah, yeah, but for us, we're like the poorest neighborhood. Look, and- <laughs> I'm going to tell you all this. I went to Fiji for the first time in my life with Fiji. That's like going to Vegas with Elvis. <laughs> but uh, we walked around, and look, you see in the postcards, you see you know, in wallpapers of Fiji. I don't walk through the streets of Fiji. Ooh. Let me just tell y'all, I didn't know how poor Fiji was yeah. until we walked the streets of Fiji. And yeah. it was like, 
it, it, it was a shell shock for us. It was it was definitely a culture shock, yeah. and it was like, wow, this is not all postcards and beaches. It's over very here. humble, you yeah. know, and, and but you know, we were happy, yeah, because we didn't have nothing. So what, what you know what I mean? When somebody had twenty bucks, like yeah. Yo, we got twenty bucks. You know, like we got ten bucks. You know, anything that anything to to brighten our day. Yeah. You know, and that was that was so beautiful to experience. You know, at first you kind of look at it like, thank God I'm away from that. Yeah. But when you actually get away from it and you come out here to America and you actually live and you actually have to pay yeah. bills and you're like, damn. Thank God I came from there, you know? <laughs> Thank God you wasn't with a yeah, silver spoon in your so, mouth already. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, like, don't get mad at me because I'm, yeah. you know, working so hard. If you just see where I came from, you'll know why yeah. I'm working so hard. And a lot of people, you know, th that goes the same for all Pacific Islanders, yeah. you know? Like, we, 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 we come from such a, a humble beginning that it's nowhere but to go but up. Yeah. So you know, which is, which is beautiful for us to feel, and not not just money, but just being able to take care of your family, being able to help your family. That's that's very important. Speaking of Indigo, you had the opportunity. Not a lot of people get that when you did release the album, you went back to Fiji. Yeah. So you just releasing a new album, Indigo, February third. You in Fiji. How was the reception? Oh, it was so beautiful. Yeah. You know, I grew up, like, when I left Fiji was in the 80s. Mm -hmm. So when it, to come back to hear your song on the radio on. on high rotation, because when I was there first back in the day, hey, nobody knew yeah. you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, hey, it's you again. Yeah. Because musicians are not really looked at as doing a respectful mm -hmm. job. like. Yeah. Hard workers like construction, were artists, but they never they never get the proper respect. And anybody that grew up um, the way I did, which is a lot of island families, they don't really encourage yeah. um, the aspect of of music. And yeah, it's not the first thing to say. Oh, you're gonna be a singer yeah, when you grow it's up. Like, yeah. Oh, that's great. You're gonna be. <laughs> he's gonna be. Wow. You he's know, gonna have like, all these projects. Yeah. Yeah. They talk about the other one, but you should know Jimmy. Jimmy's about to go to university. He's about to be a doctor. Yeah. It's you know? always the script, right? The script yeah, is be and, a doctor. And nothing wrong with that, mm -hmm. but you know that was what's called, what was respected and yeah. called real job, yeah. as they say. But this is a real job, folks. Come on. This is a real job, yeah. and, and and we really do, you know. And I showed my family, yeah. you know. When my father first walked into uh, Tower Records at the time, and he goes, "Hey, I'm looking for my son's album," and then he goes, "Oh, who's your son?" He goes, "Fiji." He goes, "Oh, that's the number one selling yeah. album." This is Evolution. Come on, as in in this store, and they used to have it like the number yeah, one, <laughs> right there, the top twenty-five. <laughs> And he came home and, you know, he just broke down. He, yeah. You know, so here's the funny part of the story. My dad, I loved forever and ever. He's always in my heart and he's probably going to be watching. He came home that day and every day we call a family meeting or a devotion. Mm -hmm. So I'm sitting over there like, he walks in, I'm like, man, it's your life. <laughs> I was like, 
we're going to have a family meeting. I'm like, oh, here we go. Yeah. My dad got this crazy bass voice, right? And he's like, I walked into Tower Records. They were like, <laughs> what? Right? Oh, my God. Come on. I hope I'm not, the, like, so I'm like, and they said that my son had the number one album. And like, oh! I was like, I was like quiet like this the whole time. Remember the, you know, those, those poly movies where you see yeah, the guy go like head this? down, yeah. <laughs> that's how I felt, you know. And then he said, you know, I'm very proud of you. And that's one thing yeah. that I always love about my dad. He knew when to give props. Yeah. And isn't that what it's all about? It's all about making them proud. Yes. Mom and dad proud, family proud, yes. culture proud. You know you what I mean? You didn't waste your time yeah. on me. Yeah. I know it looked like, it felt yeah. like <laughs> there was a few I was a waste of yet. time. But my dad from that day yeah. on was a believer. Yeah. You know, because his brother was a musician, you know, but my dad's side of the family, all doctors, everybody's very well black educated. Sheep. Here goes the black sheep, yeah, guys. So, you know, singer. I'm like, you know. I'm like a black sheep, and yeah. you know, and the beautiful thing is like that that everything changed. Yeah. You know, it's like he would come by and be like, Where are you singing today? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Yeah. You know, so that gotta be one of the best feelings. Yeah, though, right? it is. Yeah. It is to get um, the love from your father. The approval, right? Because my dad is, you know, he's he's a hard worker, mm -hmm. you know. He worked his way up. Um, joined the Air Force and worked his way up all the way to uh, become a, a captain in the Air yeah. Force, oh, wow. which is very, you know, very noble. You yeah. know, like uh, I got a lot of respect for him. So, you know, my hat's off to him. Mm -hmm. Shout Daddy, out, Pops. I love you, my right <laughs> Indigo album is said and done. I mean, you're still making albums that, like, and nothing against artists that are coming up to you. You're just making them albums like it's nothing. <laughs> and, and I'm not saying it's nothing because I know it's it's a process. But what do you say to the artists that are sitting there that hasn't done an album in a while, and you over here coming with with one of these front to back ones that are just not, maybe it be writer's block, maybe it be whatever the circumstances. What's your advice to them? My only what I would love to share with mm -hmm. them is if this is really for you, yeah, then don't give up. Yeah, you know. But if you're doing it for any other reason than a than a true passion if you're doing it for any other reason if you're doing it for money well that's going to run out mm -hmm. if you're doing it for fame well, that's going to run out too because nobody stays famous not even the most famous person stays famous not even the the richest artist stays rich yeah. um, because <clears throat> at the end of the day there's an old saying you're as good as your last hit come on and that's really the respect that I always want to keep in in my heart and to keep that motivation is what are you going to do next? Yeah. How are you going to, um, you know, do something, um, you know, to outdo, yeah. you know, some of the songs on, on the album, the last album, or how are you going to twist it? But I let, I let life twist me yeah. because, you know, uh, it, it's better that way and, and it comes out genuine yeah you know and, and and it's more of a natural process for me so for you if you're you've given up and you still have a true passion for music and get back on and keep going because someday if you really have that true passion 
it will show itself. Yeah. Either through one song or one whole album. Um, there's no, there's nothing that can stop what's for you. You know, there's enough for everybody to succeed in their own way. <clears throat> there's not one way. There's not one type of voice. The world is very huge and very wide mm -hmm. that you would be surprised who's really listening to you. Um, some people find their audience in Africa. Some people find their audience in Jamaica. Some people find their audience in Japan, you know, or New Zealand, Australia. There's, it's, it's, it's a lot bigger than, than whatever you thinking it should be. So, don't limit yourself and continue to strive um, for what you believe in and what you or what you're passionate about. Yeah. And I think this right here is something that I wanted to do. And we were talking about this is because when you when you do release a project and you do know the story behind the project, it kind of gives the people more of an incentive to say, okay, now I really want to go check it out. Because now it's kind of like, oh, okay, oh, Feach came out with a new album, that's cool. But once you see something like this and you kind of give the backstory of what Indigo is about, you know, the process with working with J-Vibe, J-Book, like that, it's something that I think a lot of artists should do because the more they can tell about the project, the more that the audience will kind of say, I want to go buy that or I want to be a yes. part of that. Just listen to it if yeah. you, and you can throw it away if you don't want it, but <laughs> it's coming from the heart. It's coming yeah. from a good place. And it's definitely a lot of passion. And, I, and I've never given up. So let's continue. Come on. Go get that Indigo album. Not now, but right now. Available on all digital music outlets. The legend, Mr. Fiji. Thank you for your time, my brother. Boom, boom. Come on, man. Dos Caras Tequila, Western Conference Podcast. We'll see you on the next one. Peace. We out.